podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. The donkey, you take the whip, you hit him, and, and, and the donkey's like, E-R, E-R, that's the donkey. You're a donkey. Hello and welcome back to the Liverpool Groove. I'm going to say it now, if you're expecting the same optimism and fucking delight that we've that we've been over the last few episodes it's not happening today I'm, I'm gonna give it to you straight it's it's been it's been probably the most chaotic five days that i can remember when that involves Liverpool football club it's been fucking mad and i've, I've never gone through so much emotion like this time last week i didn't want moises casado anyway and then Thursday, we lash a bid in breaking the transfer record. And the whole fan base is elated. The whole fan base thinks it's fucking it's a done deal. And then Chelsea just go, ha, nah. <laughs> um, and yeah, then we get brought back down to it. Um, obviously, we're going to talk about the match as well, but thought we'd just sort of cover the madness of the last five days first. So, let's like say... I can't even believe it. It's mad. It's literally mad. Like, that feeling, Thursday... Waking up Friday morning, I went to a job and I literally, I couldn't work. I was just, I was just on my phone scrolling as he signed, as he signed, as he gone for his medical, and then the twist that he was never coming, and it was just gut wrenching because I, I've said for ages, like I think Liverpool had someone lined up. I don't think it was him. I don't think he was in the pipeline. I think he'd hinted that he'd be interested, and we've, we've gone at it with, with everything we had, which is fair play to us, but. From a like, from a Liverpool point of view, who the fuck puts a hundred and ten million pound bid in for a player that shows no interest in you whatsoever? I can't believe it. Like, and then to, it's just mad to go from <laughs> up here to down there. It's it's it, it's funny. No, it's yeah. funny. I understand that everyone in the league is laughing at us, and rightly so. We'd be giving the giving it the beans. The dickheads you were like. Messaging Chelsea fans and that, I thought they were stupid because it was never a done deal. We had to wait for it to get over the line until he was at the AXA. Then <laughs> I was never really believing it, but it, it came out. Every big journalist was telling us it was it was possible, and then it was happening, and then it was agreed, and then he just fucking done a bouncer and spewed us. But from our Think- point of view, it is absolutely embarrassing. I've said all along, back the owners back Klopp, back the team, let's see what we have got in the pipeline, what this special sign and why there's a big buzz around the club and that buzz has literally left the building. No one's excited anymore. We are seeing us struggle. We're seeing the team struggle. We're seeing the manager struggle to bring players in. It's fucking really, really concerning. And I've just got to laugh about it because there's absolutely fucking nothing we can do. No, no. I think to be honest, Casado was was a pipe dream. Regardless, like you say, I I don't think he was ever really. I don't think there was ever really any idea that we were going to get him. And I think we just seen an opening, seen that Chelsea still hadn't secured the deal, and so we've gone fuck it. Let's just give it a go. Let's see what happens. And from from what I from what I've read, more reports seem to be saying that his representatives did say he was willing to join. So we that's why we've threw the bid in. But it sounds like we've just been used for to then spare Chelsea on to go and throw their bid in and seal the deal. Because I think as soon like I, I said it the other day, as soon as Chelsea came in, it was a done deal, essentially. 
he, he only wanted Chelsea. We've been told otherwise by his representatives to force Chelsea to go. Yeah, then. But it's just one of them, isn't it? But I think... The, the annoying thing for me, lad, is that Brighton set a deadline and we won the bidding war till midnight. So when we woke up Friday morning, we were getting Casado. And then all of a sudden, they're allowed to bid again. Yeah, it's it, it's frustrating in that sense. And it's, it's one of them... Brighton are setting the deadline, but like how, how realistically are they going to stick to it? If Chelsea are saying, look, we are going to come in with another £115 million bid and an add-on clause, realistically, they're going to go, all right then, yeah, they're going to wait. They're, they're... Yeah, of course, from a business point of view, I'd expect the same. Like, there's no there's no mates in business. The, the club owners don't know each other. Just frustrating when you say you told us a deadline, you think you've won it. Say people are saying the you know, if he doesn't want to wear the shirt and all that, fuck him off anyway. But I'd have just gone for the sake of it. If we, if we, if that deadline was like in stone and they agreed to sell us to him, well, sell him to us, fucking hell, they'd sell us to him, fucking shite. But no, if they were going to sell him to us, he'd have come anyway. He'd have come because he wants to leave Brighton. We should have, I really, really wish we'd have just played them at their own game and did again. Just mm. kept bidding and got the, even if it made them, go to 140, just fucking bid and bid and bid. And if we got stuck where we paid 140 mil for him, we still got him. And it was a, it was stupid because he's not worth that. He's not worth 100, but he's probably the best player in the world at the moment in that position. To me. But again, we're, we're, like, we're saying we want an experienced player. He's still only 21. He's the exact same as Lavia. He's just stood out a lot more to me. I wasn't interested in Lavia. Still not. I'm not fussed that he's going to Chelsea because I've not seen the lad. When I've seen him play against us, he's not stood out one bit. So that signing was was not an interest to me. I don't think he came in and started. So I absolutely but, do. I 100% think he comes in and starts. He goes no. to Chelsea and he starts. 100%. Lavia? Yeah, 100%. They'll, they'll play a two in the middle now. And three behind no, the they'll, they'll play three. And it'll be Enzo, Casado, and Lavia. You look at them in field from you look at them in field against us on Sunday, and it was Enzo, Conor Gallagher, who had a fucking boss game to be fair to him, and Carney Chukwemeka. I I don't I'm not a fan of him, but he, he was really good on Sunday. I gotta gotta admit. But you look at that midfield they started. Conor Gallagher isn't getting a game over Lavia or Casado, and neither is Carney Chukwemeka. He Lavia's going to start at Chelsea, and he'd start at us right now. That's the I problem we've got. I think you but I think I'd rather see Bichetta Chora Thiago playing the six before him. Bichetta's just coming off a long term injury though. I know, I know. Thiago is a long term injury. You've got Curtis Jones, you've got Harvey Elliott, you've got McAllister, who could all sit in that ball for the time being before you start playing a nineteen year old kid who's done absolutely nothing in the league. So I I've never I've not once been interested in the signing. If we got him and he, he turned up and he played brilliant and he started. Yeah, we made up for him, but I, I knew the I knew straight away once you got to fifty mil, the club weren't interested. But the talk of him or bidding sixty mil is bollocks as well. We haven't gone past forty six mil. We haven't re entered talks. We have Not Jason Jason Wilcox, the director of football, has said that they've accepted the bid from Liverpool and they're waiting on Chelsea to come back now. So we, Paul, we must have Paul Joyce has said it's all bollocks. Well, their director of football is going to know more than Paul Joyce, lad. As, as reliable as Paul Joyce is. Their director of football is going to wait for Chelsea. <laughs> I know, but he's not going to lie about it, is he? 
He's not going to lie about the bid being made. Why, Why not? would he? What What does he gain from that? We've pulled out the deal. He wants to sell, have you? It's fucking 60 mil. We've not, we're not going above 46 mil. So he's going to say Liverpool have bid. It's on Liverpool to say either we have or we haven't. But have they signed him yet? No. So see what happens with that. But I say, if I was Lavia, point blank, I'd fuck Liverpool off anyway because they just threw him like a fucking hot potato. So you'd show no interest in Liverpool. They've, they're willing to drop you like that. Unless they gave him his word that they'd sign him as well as Casado, like Chelsea are going to do. Then, but that, that, that doesn't interest me. Just, I think there's players out there there's, that I'd rather spend 60, 70 mil on than him. I just think the Lavia deal makes us look worse than the, the Casado one does. It does. It makes us look absolutely stupid because we've he'd been our prime target. But from before Casado, before that was even a possibility, we stopped talking on 46 mil. So we we can't value him that much. I don't know whether they believe in that he's, he's worth that much. That's what I've said to Liverpool fans. We've got money, whether we, we, we set an evaluation on a player. Once it goes beyond that, Klopp and the fucking negotiators and that prick he's hired all just agree, right? We we part ways now. Unless it's something too good to be true, like Casado, you don't you don't go over your budget. Casado was gonna literally come in and f- fix our midfield. I don't think Lavia has the same the same pull, the same power when he comes in. I think he, he is walked in and is seen as a an understudy and a kid. But what we're left with now is no one. So I don't get me wrong, if we bid 70 mil for Lavia and got him and he was gonna start, we've got to do it. The value's got to go out the window now because we're stuck. We're left with fucking nothing and we look stupid. So I don't give a fuck what we pay and who we pay for as long as they can tackle. We need them because we are absolutely desperate. Chelsea shoulder. We are shocking. Yeah, I mean, again, we'll, we'll come to that in a minute. But, I mean, the problem we've got now is everyone knows we've got money. Prices immediately get 20 an extra 20, 30 mil on top to talk of this fucking check the core eh, from from Palace. 80 mil for them. It, it It's going to be silly season and we've only got ourselves to blame now. We, yeah, should, we, have just, we should have just secured the deal for Lavia. If that's who we wanted, we should have just done it. We should have stopped. And I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, and I, we were even saying it's got to, it, the deal's got to be good for both clubs and I get that. But we bid, what, three, four times for them? Like, I'd say two bids try and negotiate, yeah. If the second one, they go, no, it's 50 mil still. Then after that, if you still want them, you've got to just go, all right, yeah, it's, it's more than we want to pay, but we'll pay it. No, I agree, but not not that early in the window. That's why it is a, it's a negotiation, as we've agreed. It is a negotiation. You've got to try and save a few quid, but only if you don't... If, if, they, if we valued them at 60 mil and they offered us them for 50, we'd have bit their hand off and paid the 50. But we didn't value him at that. We don't think he's that important to our team to go beyond our evaluation, which is, I understand as a business. I, I get it. I totally get it. Do you know what I mean? Just that, um, it's just a nightmare now that we're, we're stuck with absolutely fucking no one. Like, you, you, it, it's it's a nightmare. Here's me dog. Hello, dog. What's happening? Um, no, it's... it's- uh- it's pathetic in it, but look, we've got it. We've got what two weeks, I think, just about left at the window. I can't see us doing what we need to do. I think we will bring in one, 
whoever that's going to be, I don't think we'll bring in any more than that, which is still leaving us short. problem we've got, lad, is that, like, obviously, people are kicking off over Lavia because he's a name linked, but as we said on the podcast a few weeks ago, 95% of the people who are crying out for Lavia have never seen him kick a ball, only against us. So, what you need to do is you need to look at other players in our league now, I think, and, like, Paulina from Fulham, that's what he does. He wins the ball for you. He slides in. He wins the ball for you. Douglas Louise, Villa, Decore, Palace. These are what we need to be going for. We need to be going for someone ready-made to come and play in the in, in the Prem. And if they're not quite good enough at the moment, it's just unfortunate that we need a fucking body in. We need to panic by. We're at that point. Because yeah. we can't... There's, like, there's no point playing McAllister there because he doesn't play there. And it hinders his game. It hinders Sobers like because the pair of them we're having to work as a team to try and fucking cover the defence and they're not trained to do that yet. It's going to take mm. too long to get two lads who are attacking-minded to do that job. Even the two of them together sitting in the fucking middle in front of Van Dijk and Canate, it won't work. You yeah. need to have that about you. That your first thought is not go forward. That's what we need at the moment. But I say, I don't give a fuck who we buy. I don't give a fuck how much we pay for them. If Lavia costs us 70 mil and Decore costs us 70 mil, go and get the fucking two of them and have options in that defensive mid role because at the minute people are saying, I know like I've just said, Thiago, Pachetta, Jones, their options when, like if we get the other two injured, their, their options, the short term to sit in while we've got no one. But we need one or two. We need I'd get two if we could get any. But at the minute we can't get any. So I'd take anyone now. I'd put you there. Just someone who's not gonna go for the board. I'm I'm taking fucking Jog's job first before I start defensive middle. He's just <laughs> he's been a what is the point of him? He's like I said, I put it on Twitter. If there isn't a release clause involved, he's pointless. It, a release clause makes his job easy. He hasn't actually had to do anything to win his fucking week. There's phones up and go, we triggered on that release clause. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? But say a lot of the blame can be like people are saying Klopp's being told he's got 90% power, like like Guardiola's got at City. So, you know, we don't know who to blame. But Jürgen Klopp must be fucking absolutely livid with what's going on. I, I'd be surprised if you haven't punched that cunt's head in. Because I would. I'd just grab him into an office and just punch his head in and just say, what the fuck are you playing at? You're literally making us a laughing stock. And it's becoming scary now because you're seeing the links of like Salah to Saudi and Alisson to Saudi. And it's terrifying because it does look like, like what pull have we got at the moment? No. We can't match anyone's wages. We can't match Rolexes for fucking players making a debut. We can't do anything. Like the, the richest in our league can do. Or Saudi Arabia can do some. The Allison one really does worry me because all his mates have gone there. Mm. Know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was. And he's, he's what, 31 now? 30. 30, 31. So, well, 30. But his best mates are there. And it, like, at the minute, if, if, you've, if you're being totally honest, brutally honest with yourself, this window's not going to fix us. We ca- the no. players that we could have got to fix us aren't available anymore. So, instantly, if you're if you're a player with a, possibly a better option at the moment, you're going to consider it, and it's scary. Because if we lose him, you can see in six or seven a game. Yeah. Don't care who's in goal. He saved three one-on-ones against Chelsea again. 
in pre-season. Don't think they had a clean sheet. Maybe one. It's fucking embarrassing. Our defence is shot to bits. The team shot to bits. The forward line's brilliant. And with the additions as obviously and McAllister, it could be even better with a defensive mid. That gives some security. But I just feel sorry for the defence. One yeah. passing, everyone's in. It's fucking shocking, lad. Scary. I've seen I've seen people put this on, on Twitter. Do you think do you think Jurgen Klopp has lost his pulling power? No. Might not be no. through fault of his own, to be fair. But no, do you no, think he has? I think I know. I just think like I think there's a lot more money involved in the game. So yeah, do you want to go and play for a manager who's all smiley and he's your best mate and he's like your dad, or do you want to go and to sip all the wages of another club over fucking nine years? Because I don't think it's not about pulling power for Liverpool. But I've seen a, a comment saying like people in the twenty like in the twenties now, they've seen us win the lot over like six years, but for the remainder of their life, Chelsea and City have won everything. Mm. They've been the big clubs. Liverpool haven't been the big club. We've obviously had our moments where we've won, t- won the title, won, but spread across seasons. They've done stuff consistently, and it's it is it's frustrating, lad. We're a bigger club than anyone. With the biggest club on the planet, with Real Madrid, Barcelona, Munich, with, with the biggest, Man United even. We're, we're up there with the biggest clubs around. But for the fucking modern day players, like I say, those 21 who supported Chelsea all his life, see Makaleli play when he was four, fuck off, behave yourself. <laughs> you but um, yeah, these players just go where, you know. In their head, Chelsea, European Cup, League titles, FA Cups, that's what they threw up with. And shitload of money, probably about 250 grand a week guaranteed over eight years. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Even for worst case scenario, if, if he refuses to fucking train or whatever and they want him out the club, you've got to pay him. They're yeah. stuck with him. They're stuck with him for eight years. Like that for nearly every player in their team. That won't end well for Chelsea. That will no. end up a massive fuck up. Yeah, it will, and that's inevitable. But I think the reason I asked you about the pulling power is because I think to an extent he, he he has a little bit. And again, I don't. It's not his fault. It's really not. But I think you look at it going back a few years when we got the likes of Oxlade, um, yeah, Allison's these players. They were rejecting Chelsea's. They were rejecting Cities. Even Milner, Milner chose to come to us instead of staying in City. All these players turned down bigger contracts, bigger more money to join Liverpool. So why is is it that the gap is so much bigger now? Is it, you know, maybe back then City were offering Milner, say, 165 a week. We were offering them 140. The gap maybe wasn't so big, you know what I mean? I don't know what it is, but I think, again, I don't, like I said, it's not Klopp's fault. It's really not in that sense. And Klopp's not blameless in this situation. And you, you, you pointed to it before, you know, just talk that he's got 90% of the power. Every single person involved in this window whether they've got one percent power or ninety percent power, has got to bear some blame. Yeah, I agree, lad. Say with Klopp, I don't. I say if you put Klopp in charge of Bayern Munich or Klopp in charge of fucking Germany, everyone who's not German wants to become German to play for Jurgen Klopp. Telling you now, everyone's trying to get passports in Germany to become Jurgen Klopp's player. If he goes to Man City, he goes to Chelsea, and he has that much money to spend. That's the type of club he deserves. He deserves to have all the fucking structure around him that he can just do what he wants and be allowed to spend what he wants and build the best team he possibly can. Unfortunately, at Liverpool, he's got to do it a different way because our owners aren't as rich and our owners are dear to FIFA fair play or financial fair play, whatever you want to call it. But 
it's fucking shoulder-destroying, lad. It, it's shoulder-destroying seeing a manager like Jürgen Klopp struggle year in, year out because we're keeping to the rules. It's not a case that we're skint. It's not a case that we're, we're not spending money because we are, but we're just keeping to the rules. And mm. I just I just wish we wouldn't. I think it's time. These owners have got the dough to just say, fuck it, go and spend 100 million on him. Go and spend 100 million on him as well. Go ahead, just go and spend another 100 million on him and let's fucking build a good team. But I don't think, we don't, we won't because we believe we can't. And that's yeah. why John Henry's meant to be in London at the weekends because apparently they're going to complain to the Premier League, but that's going to solve absolutely fuck all for four years. Mm. So we've got to make a decision now. Are we going to cheat and compete or are we going to drop drop away and fuck up? <laughs> because there's not a lot more we can do, lads. We're trying to be as honest and honourable as we can in our signings and trying to do things the best way, the Liverpool way, if you want. But when you've got fucking two teams in the league, even Man United had three teams, Newcastle, I won't put them in that category yet because they're doing shrewd, brilliant business. Yeah, they are. Brilliant, brilliant um, fees. They're not paying extortionate fees for players. They're, they're doing the biz. They're doing it properly. They're doing it like we, we, we would. So yeah. I can't knock them. There's not a superstar on their team sheet, but they're making te- superstars. And that's what we do. That's what Newcastle are doing. But the others are just going out and buying the best players they can. And we're standing there and letting them. And fair mm. play to the club for not letting them for Casado. I've said all along, the logical thing to do is challenge anyone for him because he's the yeah. best. But obviously he fucked us over. He hasn't wanted to come to us and there's not a lot we can do about it. We can't blame the owners for bidding. There's just people saying the owners have bid to pretend they were interested and shit like that. No, yeah, you don't tell the world you've got 110 mil and ruin your transfer window. <laughs> people don't realise their business has to succeed. That business only succeeds for them. They only make profit if you start getting into Champions Leagues and winning trophies. So yeah. they need to succeed as well, lad. But as a fan now, I am, I am concerned. Like, I, d- I don't know where we go. Mm. I don't know what we do. I don't know how we get better. I don't. I think my biggest concern with Klopp is he won't fucking jib this system. The system doesn't work with the team we've got. Fuck off. Put Trent back at right back and make him stay right back. Yeah. That's it. That's how easy our system is changed. Put right back. Right back. Go up with Salah. One, two. When you get up to the corner flag, Salah drops in. Done. Yeah. Sunday league shit. But we're not doing it. No, we're not. And we've seen it, you know, on Sunday. So we'll let, let's move on to the match. Um, first 20 minutes, we were, we looked great, to be fair. We were all over them. Um, you know, we were passing it down. Got the goal, very good goal by the way, fucking brilliant goal. Um, got this, got the one that was uh, disallowed. I, I'm really confused about the offside rule because there was goals on Saturday that were scored that I thought looked offside that were given, and then Salah's looked onside and it was given offside. I'm fucking bemused by it to be honest. But let's not go there. We've that that's fucking that's a whole other episode oh. on its own now. Um, but no, the second goal didn't count, and then I don't know what it was. As soon as that went in. And got this a lot. They fucking went, right, we need to fucking sort it out here. Turned it on and absolutely battered us for the rest of the game. They turned it on and we deflated. Simple as that. Uh, the second goal kills the game. The second goal, they implode and we fucking put fire past them and batter mm. them. We have that animal instinct to just kill them. But 
it just went. And this has been the story the last the last season, last season and a half. We just haven't got that killer instinct anymore. In front of goal, we're, we're missing chances. We're not creating nothing. We're too direct. We don't fucking do anything. We just tend to lump the ball up now and hope for the best. Whack it to Salah. You know what I mean? And see what he can do. It's it's just worrying. Like, going forward, it's always moments of brilliance from individuals. We're not, we don't do it as a team much anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, that, don't get me wrong, that goal against Chelsea, it was, it was a nice little build-up before and then a great ball to Diaz and brilliant, brilliant move to, for him to slide in and score. But we just, just don't, I won't, against Bournemouth, I can't see me getting out my seat much. I, I think in the past, every attack you believe we're going to score. Now I don't. And I, I feel like everything that's coming our way is going to go in or it's mm. going to be a shot on target. It's fucking scary, lad. It's, it's not enjoyable. And it's only, it's, you know, I'm not wetting the bed. I've just been called like a, a bed wetter from me, me uncle. <laughs> Because he's going on about uh, behave yourself. We're only one game in. We can turn it down. Of course, we can turn it down. It's one game in, and it's a point at Stamford Bridge, which is fucking absolutely fine. But it was a game that we were lucky to to get a point in the end, and it was a game where we looked like possibly some the league at times. The defending was a calamity, fucking everywhere. There was no positioning. There was times where Canate and Van Dijk were switching roles. Sent and Robbo were switching roles. Fucking finding strength up the pitch and McAllister at right back and fucking Sobersly at left back and it's just fucking mental. I don't understand our system anymore. And mm. I, I don't enjoy the system because it doesn't work for us. It hasn't worked for a year and a half. It doesn't work. We don't press as much as we, as we did. The team doesn't work the way it used to work. The players aren't the same players that they were. They fucking change players so you can't keep playing the same system with, with everyone different. Just mm. gotta, you've got to Put our clock's got to fucking put his finger on it and say, right, we go back to a fucking 4 3 3 strength, go up when you can, but your job is defending. Yeah. Thing, the, the biggest thing for me is that, yeah, I mean, normally appointed Stanford Bridge, you take that, and after the way we played for the majority of that game, yeah, absolutely fucking made up with a point in the grand scheme and things. But you look at that team on, on paper, like, that was a very beatable Chelsea team. Um, that midfield, Bar and Enzo shouldn't have caused us any problems. Defense, you had a new lad at right back. They had, um, you know, I think I knew three names on their team sheet, three or four mm. names. Seen their team, I was at a wedding, slipped off to go to the pub with the lads in me fucking suit. Some Irish bar, mad, um, but we seen the team and confidence grew. And we went, there's not a chance they even create anything against us. The midfield, not creative enough. It's it's not. The attack never airs the kid. So let's go at them. And um, for 20 minutes we did. But even that, the 20 minutes, I think we hit the bar, offside mm. goal, and we scored. And then that was it. There was nothing else. Didn't really do anything. No. It's. I just don't. Like I said, like I said at the start, the optim. We were so optimistic. Me and you personally, going into this season, we were buzzing, and. I'm just completely drained of it at the minute. And yeah, it does seem like an overreaction, like you say, because it is it's just one game. And I go back to last season, you know, we watched we watched the opening game in yours, two all with Fulham, and you were you were sort of in the same vein as you are now, saying it's fucked. 
And last season, I was like, no, we'll be fine. We'll come back. And obviously, we fucking didn't. But this season, I just don't know what it is. I just I just don't see. I don't... I just... I think we're in for another disappointing season, to be honest with you. And it, it fucking pains you to say it. Um, because Jürgen Klopp doesn't deserve this. It's just... It's just fucking... It's just soul-destroying, lad. It's hard, it's hard, lad, because obviously you want to go into every game optimistic. Like, I'm going the match Saturday and I'm fucking not... I'm actually not looking forward to it, lad, because I think even Tom Solanke will call, cause us problems. Mm. They'll just whack the ball up to him and somehow he'll get in behind. And it's just... You know what? You can. It's like fucking deja vu. Every game, every game last season, every game in pre-season, every the fucking the Chelsea game. You're going into games just knowing what the opposition's tactics are. Look, there's the high line. The midfielders are up there. The fullbacks are up there. Whack the ball through the middle and go and get them. And it's it's that fucking easy. I reckon I could set a team up to play against Liverpool and we'd have a shot. We'd get a shot off on Allison and probably score. It's fucking mad. There's just no, like, even, like, betting things. There's not a chance anyone's going to bet on Liverpool to win to nil this season. No. Because we're not going to not concede against anyone. It doesn't look likely. We could go to Bournemouth. And, like, we should be blitzing Bournemouth with our attack. But we know that if we, we lose the ball and we used to press it and win it back. I think we, there was, like, talk. We had, like, three seconds to win the ball back. There was, like, a rule that we had. Once the ball was lost, you had to have it back in possession. That was our our plan was to have it won in like three or four seconds or something. It's something that the it's the gagging pressing or whatever you call it. Yeah. That's part of that. It's gotta be one in a time. You've got a time limit to get the ball back. And that's why we used to just fucking hunt in packs, win the ball back, and then go. Now teams are doing it to us. They know win the ball back at Liverpool and whack the ball up. We're off guard because there's there's not a position, there's not a like strategy is not a tactic of where we're meant to be when we lose the ball and they used to be we'd lose the ball and we'd have players ready to cover and win it back there's not anymore we lose it and they're in we can lose the ball on their corner flag and my ass goes because I know it's just a whack up the pitch and they're, mm. they're in every time lad. so I've just got no confidence not so much in the defenders in the system the system doesn't work it doesn't help Van Dijk it doesn't help Canate. Trent not being allocated the role to get back and defend doesn't help anyone. And I say, Alisson's going to be our fucking busiest player this season if he stays, yeah. all being well. And thing it, is, it, I think it's not like an overreaction, lad. It sounds like a massive overreaction. We just threw 1 1 at Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. But say the signs of pre season, the signs of getting the rustiness out of us. We looked rusty against Chelsea. We've had six weeks to train, lad. Um, just a fucking. Just not a good feeling at the minute. And I, mm. I hope I hope we do go out and blitz Bournemouth. But then, you know, like when we come up against a Newcastle or a City or an Arsenal or or any, or fucking even an Aston Villa where Ollie Watkins, we are going to struggle to death. It's going to be hard. Mm. I think the thing is for me, like you say, you know, we're not, we're not defending as, as well and we're not pressing and things like that. And when, when you hit it up, the reason I'm always scared that they're, they're going to score is because... I thought we we're just not we're not aggressive in our defense anymore. We let them continue to come come at us and come at us and come at us. And like I said it the other day, we're like it, it is what everyone seems to be doing what Van Dyke used to do and defend them with aura. Like instead of actually fucking throwing a foot in to try and win the ball. 
No, I agree. I agree. We don't seem to defend. To be fair, Canate is like a fucking ball in a china shop, though. He just runs anywhere where the ball is. He's like a school kid. And that needs to come out of him. But just there was times against Chelsea where if he hadn't done it, we'd have been fucked. Yeah. So you've got to give him credit as well. Um, it's it's just a hard one because it does, I feel like, speaking the words I'm speaking, I feel like I'm overreacting. But I know in my heart, straight away I said to me, Dad, today, there's just no chance of top four with this team. There's just no chance. There's not enough cover for the defence. There's not enough chance of us outscoring better teams. And I'll be honest, I think there's too many better teams for us. I think everyone who finished above us last year finished above us this year and Chelsea. At the moment, on this knee-jerk reaction that I'm having and this <laughs> breakdown that I'm having of being sick to death of watching us get passed through like fucking nothing. But... It is, it's horrible at the minute because I've tried my best to back the owners. I've said we'll spend, we'll have the summer of our life. It's gone to shit. So they've mm. got a massive two weeks to fix this problem. And as I say, I don't give a fuck how much they spend, who they spend it on. As long as the cunt can defend, I don't care. Mm. I, I, you don't need... Mascarano couldn't do fuck all with a ball, but he'd fucking hit you and he'd win the ball. And he'd pass the ball to Alonso, who'd then spray a pass. That's what we've got at the minute. We've got Shoppers like who's fucking left, right and centre like Gerard. Not as good, but you get what I'm saying. McAllister, who can pick the ball up anywhere on the pitch and find find the pass. Like Alonso, we're missing Mascarano. Mm. We're missing that bite in the middle. We're missing a bully. We're missing someone who looks aggressive and is aggressive and isn't asked about getting a booking. Like, letting Milner go and letting Fabinho go is fucking ludicrous at the moment because there's just no one can play that role there's two names there who right now Milner was playing against Chelsea I think we'd won the game Fabinho playing against Chelsea with the other with Travis Lyon McAllister we win the game no Henderson playing there doesn't off didn't offer enough at the time of his legs he was ready to go it was time for him to go fair enough but nah I'm, I'm scared and I'm Look, it's, dark and it's I know, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Put a no, light no. On. It's the it's the biggest, it's the most important two weeks of FSG's reign. Now, um, they've got to they've got to pull something. <laughs> <laughs> they've got they've got to pull something off the bag. They've got a fucking. If they do it, fair fucks to them because I cannot for the life of me see them doing it. But like I say, lad, it is it's the biggest two weeks of their ownership. And you've it got is. to get it right. But if as, I've said, as I've said, lads, like it's a it's a case now of we've got to just fucking sign anybody and they've got to sanction the deals. But I don't think I don't think for one minute, like I think they're told what we can spend. I don't think they're told what we can spend on one individual player. I don't think John Henry knows his ass from his elbow with, with transfers. I don't think he knows who the players are or what the stats mean. I don't think Tom Werner does either. And Linda probably knows more than any of them. She's the most passionate. But, um, like, it's a negotiation team that's dealing with this. It's that fucking German. What's his name, lad? George Schmadke or something like that. George the German. Like, fucking hell. <laughs> Jim and Klopp at the minute, as a team, during these transfers, in, in my eyes, the likes of Edwards is gone. Who would have dealt with it? Either had Lavia signed in, in week one for 30 mil plus fucking J Speed and on loan. That's what either done. 
because he's ridiculous at what he, he was brilliant at his job. As you say, this George the German just fucking triggers release clauses. And the budget's there. The budget's there, and it's like he's trying to save a few quid, I think. And I can, this is a different analysis and a different like, description. But we've got, when I worked for the Arsene, he had fellas who, who like, were caretakers for, for a particular building. So, say a flat's got 38 built, 38 flats in, right? This building. He's got a budget of, say, 1.2 million to maintain that. Now, He's allowed to spend that 1.2 million, but all year he's trying to cut shit. He's trying to turn lights off, trying to do this, trying to do that, trying to get cheaper gardeners in to, to save the company money. And at the end of it, when his budget's spent and he's only spent 900 grand instead of 1.2 mil, what happens? Absolutely fuck all. He gets nothing and the company have saved 300 grand. And that's what it, that's what we're at at the minute. We're getting hmm. fuck all, and the company's saving money. But I don't think it's based on the owners. Don't think they've got anything to do with who we sign and what we do. I think whoever's dealing with the deals is is trying to save money from one deal, possibly to put on another deal. But at the minute, that's just got to go out the window. If a phone call has to be had to say, "Listen, he's now sixty mil, and he's now seventy mil, and we could do with a centre half as well." Sorry, I fucked up, but we need it. We're desperate, or we can't compete. It needs to. It needs to be had. Conversation has to be had, and hopefully, Klopp and Fenway Sports are having them conversations now because we are fucked up, and we will need more money. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned John Enney being in London. Obviously, he was at the game. Doesn't come over for for games like that. Let's be honest. He, he doesn't go to. I can't remember the last away game he went to. He only daily comes over for the last game of the season at Anfield and finals. So for him to be coming over for the first game of the season, I don't think that's all he was over here for. Whether he was having a meeting with the Premier League, I don't know. What good's it going to do? Absolutely fucking none. So it's pointless anyway. Um, he's he's got to be having, a, like you said, he's got to be having a conversation with Jürgen and like just say, yeah, there's is fucking twenty mil going play with it somewhere else to Jen, to George the German. Just get him out the room and don't let him in, be involved at all. Um, <laughs> There's 20 mil, don't play somewhere else, yeah. <laughs> Just tell him that we need a fucking, I don't know, a new fucking bus or something and let him go and buy that and he'll come back with a fucking aeroplane somehow. Um, <laughs> that he's triggered the release clause for. <laughs> he's just, he's useless, lad. I, I don't see the... I, it it was weird that we were giving him a, a temporary contract, a three-month contract. Like, if he's so good at the job, just hire him permanently. Like, that, that, that was I'm weird to me. Plugging away with temporaries, like we've had. And you know what, someone, like, someone brought to me attention the other day, like, I've backed Fenway Sports with financial stuff and I think they have spent money. But I think, I don't know who deals with the transfers, but the last few windows we've ended up with Kabak on loan when we were absolutely dire straight for the centre-half. Kabak on loan. Dire straights for the midfielder. Arthur on loan. And who's it going to be this season? We're going to end up with fucking Calvert-Lewin in his dress. Fucking playing centre half. Can't be asked. I mean, that might be too bad. Bring Calvert Lewin in to play the six. Bring his dress in to replace Jog. It's <laughs> <laughs> too better, Jog. What about his handbag? Throw <laughs> his handbag in goal. Uh, lad, I swear, it's just. Uh, we're going to end up with. We're either going to end up 
paying too much, but for someone who's fucking brilliant, and it's just going to be the one, or we're going to go and get sort of more budget options and end up with with two. I think they're the only ways it goes, and I think either one kind of does work and doesn't. But yeah, um, bring out I'll fucking Aquilani out of retirement. Like I'll be honest though, like in that position, you've got to you've just got to be good at one thing, winning the ball. And there's mm. loads of players who can do that. Casado just had a bit more about his game, and this is going to sound too faced and fickle as fuck. But Casado and Lavia are players who've got a bit more about them than your average defensive mid. They do if they win the ball, they don't just look to pass it to the McAllister or Shabbos like they look to do something themselves, which I don't like myself. I don't think that he we don't need that at the minute. You know what I mean? It'd have been lovely yeah. to have, but we don't need that. We need someone to win the ball and pass to McAllister or Zobbers. Like, that's what we need. That's it. Some win the ball, pass it back. Fucking, where's Joe Allen? Where is he? Go and get him. Someone uh, who wins the ball and just passes it sideways and simple and keeps possession and presses and works hard. That's what we need. We don't mm. need someone who can slide in, win the ball, do 10 keep ups, do a backflip, and then fucking score. That'd be nice, like, but we've got McAllister and Zobbers, like, for all the flair mm. and all the all the engine moving. We've got it all covered. We just need someone to win that ball back and press like fuck. That's what we're desperate for. And mm. there's, there's got to be someone out there. We've got to have a scouting system who's got a fucking clue about football, who knows there's someone out there. And as I say, like to that Paulina from Fulham lad, ideal, absolutely ideal. And he's got a shot on him as well. So if he is sat there at the edge of the box off a corner, bang, there's a shot. But that's sound. But if they hit us with 70 mil for a 28-year-old, you've just got to go, right? You've just let me on the go with age 34. For 70 mil, if he comes in and we compete for titles because he's doing that role dead well, 70 mil's fucking buttons. Go and yeah. do it. Offer them an eight-year contract. Correct. While the loophole's there, go and play Chelsea at their own game and go and get someone fucking who can do the role. But... I just honestly, I'm not confident we're going to do that. I don't think we will. If if we're penny pinching with the likes of Lavia and that when he's our prime target, do we are we going to just panic by? I don't think Klopp ever has, and I think there's, there's something about Klopp that tells me he'd rather just give a kid a go. And we've discussed it before. It's great seeing the kids do well, but there's not one in the team now that stands out in that position. People mm. are saying Pachetic, but Pachetic for me is just like Thiago's son. Mm. Exactly the same as Thiago. A lovely delight on the eye, the luxury, the lovely passion, the, the lovely, the way, the elegance when he plays football. He looks brilliant. He's not going to run 30 yards and make a slide tackle when you the ball and then accept passing it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just yeah, don't think that in, in his game or Thiago's game. I think Jones, Jones has got potential to do it. I think. Wouldn't be in a scouser as well, that determination to win the ball back. But, you know, we've seen it. He went great the other day against Chelsea when he came on. Um, Harvey Elliott was. So, come on, made a difference instantly, but then never seen the ball again. Yeah. But I thought Harvey Elliott, fair play to him, he, he changed the game in our favour for 10 minutes. We, we looked dangerous. We looked like we had a bit of belief again. But again, he's not a defensive mid. He's just yeah. a, he's a body in the middle to help us create something. But, yeah, we 
fucking hell. If you're listening, just buy a centre defensive mid, please. Uh, look, like I said, it, it's their biggest two weeks in their ownership. They don't get this right. The ones who haven't been on the back now, like us, um, like a lot of fans who go the game every week, who haven't been on the back, they're, they're going to be on the back. And we, we might actually, we could, I, if they don't get this right in the next two weeks, if they don't do something, there's going to be protests. They'll be out. They're going to be gone soon. I'll be honest with you. I've said it myself. Like, there's dickheads on Twitter who believe that they tagged FSG out and then we went into bid for Casado. They believe that they're that fucking much of knobheads. They're that vain that they think they have that pulling power over our owners. It's fucking ludicrous. They must need help somewhere. So if you're yeah. our listener and you're our one of them, seek help. Phone your GP and say you believe that Twitter can make owners of a football club make a decision. You're a lunatic. God help you. Um, God bless you. But no, um, <laughs> but I've said it myself. Like I'm not gonna put stuff on. Not gonna put FSG out and like fucking tag Linda and John Henry and tweets and that. But at at the very least, what we need to do is. Spirit Shankney need to hold discussions with them. They're on the board now. Where are we going? Where's this football club going? Where is where is it taking us? What why can't we compete with the others? Why are you employing dickheads to make negotiations for players we want? And why is this our starting eleventh when we could have had that? So we if if the if they refuse to put money in this summer, if it was a case of oh, like say for instance. We've missed out on Bellingham. We haven't because he didn't speak to us. He wanted Mayo Madrid. But just say, for instance, we missed out on Bellingham. We could have bought him, but we didn't want to pay. Sound like, never mind. Shumani, whatever his name is, Shumani, Real Madrid. Could have got him, but too expensive. Right? Fucked up there. Lavia, too expensive. Casado, too expensive. Ben. You start going, why aren't the owners funding anything? Why aren't they buying anyone? Then you get your protests on the street because they're fucking literally stripping the club of its assets. Then They're not spending money. I agree. Go on the streets, flags, banners on the car, get the fuckers out. But they haven't. They've bid money. They've been willing to spend money. What we need to ask them is why are they employing gobshites? And how much time are they going to give Klopp to fix it when it absolutely melts the fuck? Because we haven't got much long left to Salah. As I've said about Alisson, he will be tempted by Sardi. If not this season, definitely next season when he's a year older and he can go and be with his mates and his family. Because that's what that's what they're like. They're a big cliff. Mm. And we need to fucking either build a team that's capable of challenge again or they need to go. It's as simple as that. They need to admit themselves like, like Moores did and Rick Parry. When we got to a point after Istanbul, we can't take this club any further. We're heavy hearts, we have to shell. And they did. And these have to do the same. And it won't be with heavy hearts, it'll be with fucking loaded pockets and billions in the bank. But who, who, buys, who buys Liverpool Football Club? A country. Yeah, that's, that's it. And we become the exact same city and our soul leaves us. We become a, we become a modern football club that we've tried to, to prevent, but as a fan, like it's hard to sit here and say I wouldn't want that. Because if Qatar come in, I'd have a tea towel around me, I'd buy dinner time tomorrow. 
I would. <laughs> I'd look like them manks when these aren't being all that. But it's fickle. It's a fickle thing. Football, you want your club to, to be run the way it's always been run. But like, we are, we're at a point now where we just can't, we can't compete. And it, as I say, we'll, we'll see this summer. If we overspend and we go and buy three players for more money because we've got the money and we're happy to spend the money, then sound. But if we pocket that money because our top targets aren't available, then Klopp's to blame and Fenway Sports is to blame. Because as an mm-hmm. owner, even like, tell him he's getting someone. If he says no, he doesn't want them, tell him he's getting them. You're getting a defensive mid because we can't sit and watch this team crumble. Your your ego goes out the window here, Mr. Clock. We need players. George, go and fucking fuck off somewhere. <laughs> Linda, who'd you like? Go and pick yeah. someone. Just go and get anyone. And that's what we need to do at the minute. Whoever's making the decisions need to stop and we need to go and buy two sentiments. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, look, <laughs> I did say it wasn't going to be the normal fucking optimistic podcast, and I think we've very much delivered on that. I'm not looking forward to Saturday, even though it is only Bournemouth, but I'm really not. Um, but what a jump as well, lad, because if we, we might batter Bournemouth, like Tom Schlank, he's not rapid, he's not fast, he might cut, they'll probably use an aerial threat against us, and we'll deal with that. Canate and Van Dijk are more than capable of dealing with that. But it's the loose balls, it's the, the drop balls in the box. As you say, we're backing off everything. We're letting midfielders run from midfield towards our goal and not, not going near them. It's it's weird. I can't get my head around it. But I think we beat Bournemouth. I think we beat Bournemouth comfortably. But I've still got that. It's gone back to the days where you're really nervous when anyone else has got the ball bar on us. Hmm. Any team with the ball within our half is nerve-wracking and it's fucking horrible. But so I think we beat them, but it's, you know, they could have no shots and we could defend really well, but I don't want to paper over no cracks. It needs to be, no matter what happens before the end of the transfer window, no matter what, the, if we could beat Chelsea 3-0 and we beat Bournemouth 3-0, we still need them players in. Hmm. Well, look, Bournemouth last season papered over the cracks, didn't it, the 9-0? Um, yeah, it'd be so... the same but yeah, we we can't we can't allow it. We can't let that be the case this season. Um, but look, as I say, let let's give them the benefit of the doubt. Let's give them them these two weeks that they've still got. Let's hope and pray that they're going to bring at least two bodies in. Um, but look, at the end of it, just fucking just got to back the lads, back the players who are there. Even if we know we're going to be short, you've just got to fucking get in the ground, support them, sing for ninety minutes. And let them know that we do support them because the moment them players start feeling like they haven't got the support of the players, the fans anymore, then, then it's really time to panic. Well, that, that's the, the difference with social media, lad. Is the fans in the ground on Saturday? I'll be one of them in the car. We'll we'll be behind the players that are there. Santos go out the window for them ninety minutes, and it's, you you back the team that's there. Whether we were fucking bottom of the league, top of the league. The fans who go to the match will always be there. And when the, the gobshite modern fans who go to take photos and Snapchat it, they'll disappear. And no matter what happens, you'll start getting real supporters in the ground. Could be a good thing, to be fair. But these dickheads on Twitter, they were just negative, negative, negative all the time. Like, they, they're probably enjoying this. They're probably saying, oh, look, we told you so. But they haven't because our owners have actually bid for players and we've been interested in getting quality players in. Just unfortunate that they're turning us down. 
Uh, we don't know why. Maybe the contracts aren't as big as we want, but get in the ground, Shatty. Get in early. Flags, banners, fucking get that cop bouncing early on and get behind the lads because we've got a title charge on. Got a point at Stamford Bridge and we've got to just keep believing until it, it, it doesn't look possible. But yeah, I'm not the most confident I've ever been. But I think I've vented enough on here to go into Saturday a bit more excited now. So thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, look, it's going to be... I do think we'll win, but it's 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 not going to be a it's going to be a tough watch. Let's be honest, but um, yeah, I, don't know. Just... I think I just think I think teams with like the likes of Solanke, you know, they'll attack us. They'll they'll do what everyone does, just whack the ball up when we lose the ball. We've got to make it our thing to stop losing the ball as well, because we just do, we just do stupid things and stupid passes and stuff like that. We we sort of force it, but. No, I think we I think we beat Bournemouth easily. But again, like I'm dreading playing Newcastle. Absolutely dreading Newcastle. Mm. They're my yeah. they're my dark horse to challenge City then. You've got a belief in them. You've got a belief. There's no superstars. There's no one thinks they're better than anyone else. There's no um they've got a boss feeling, they've got a brilliant fan base, brilliant support, good manager. And a team that's getting stronger and stronger in the right way as well. So they they me fucking at the minute, they're my team I'm I'm most worried about after City. Yeah. Yeah. Um look, we'll uh, we'll wrap it up there. Like we say, get in the game get the game early if you're going, get in the ground, sing your heart out, back the lads for ninety minutes, and then get to Hemingway's on Tyburn Street. Oh yeah, forgot. Oh, now I forgot about that. Yeah, so <laughs> I'll have a stall there, Scouts Republic stall, selling Liverpool gear, but it's absolutely not about that one bit. That'll be there as an option for you. There's a fella called Barry Sutton from Liverpool, from the Lars. Um, if you're from Liverpool, you know who they are. If you don't, you need to go to prison. Um, yeah, he's performing. I think is it about seven, eight o'clock? Something like that, yeah. After the match anyway, so get down to Hemingway Bars on Tyburn Street. Um, you're in for a belt tonight. Boss ale, pretty on draft. Boss music, boss atmosphere, boss vibe, boss singer, and some decent clubber. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. So there you go. Hemingway's after the game that you go to. Um, but until next time, up the Reds. Up the Reds. Sports Social Podcast Network. <laughs>